This is Austin Scher here with We Write About Music, and today I'm speaking with Milk Jennings. He has just released a fantastic debut album called Sleep Talker, and I'm super excited to talk to him all about it. Milk, I want to thank you so much for coming on today. How are you doing? Of course, doing good. Thank you for having me, Austin. Very welcome. What part of the world are you in at the moment? I am currently in Seattle, Washington. What's uh, going on in Seattle besides rain? <laughs> not much. No. I've only lived here for about nine months. Uh, so yeah, I feel like still getting used to it. Um, but I actually grew up in Washington. So okay, cool. Kind of like back in the area. And uh, yeah, it's great. Where, where are you located? I'm in Los Angeles. Oh, okay. um, but I go up and down the coast frequently. I have a brother that lives in Portland. So I'm there and I'd actually like to go to Seattle in the next couple months or so. Hopefully it should be nice weather. Nice. Pacific Northwest is kind of a beast of its own though when it comes to that. To it say. is, yeah. De- definitely visit here in the summer. It is, it's truly beautiful. That's uh, the plan. I've got family there too. So oh, nice. meaning to visit. Well, you've got this record out. It's called Sleep Talker, and it is seriously amazing from start to finish. I, I promise I'm not just saying that. I really, really have enjoyed it, like the multiple times that I've listened. Um one thing that I you know, just want to kick it off with is there like are there constant themes throughout it? Are you trying to put across a message, or is it a series of like individual stories you're telling? Uh, there definitely is aren't really like too strong of themes across the the album. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd say like each song kind of is is its own thing. Um, more so because I when I'm writing lyrics. Uh, I'm not, I don't edit too much. Sure. Uh, and a lot of the, the writing and singing is like from the demo phase. Um, I'm definitely like into keeping a lot of that stuff. And so uh, some of it's like very stream of conscious. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's where like a lot of artists will go back or like when they're going to re-record it and kind of like fine tune some of those lyrics. Sure. Uh, and I often don't do that and don't, don't like to do that. <laughs> I understand. Like, I kind of like like the mystery of it, um, and so yeah, I think like later on, I can when as I'm listening, sometimes I'm like pulling little things out of it, like oh, I was in this headspace at the time and was saying these things, um, and so you know you can like pull bits of narrative out of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for the most part, there there's a few songs, um, you know, about my partner, a, a couple songs about like childhood best friends and. Um, you know, like anxieties of being an adult, but you know, some some looking back at the past. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm looking forward, like it's. I some, gotcha. Yeah, it's it's a little all over the place, um, but I yeah, I think that's all attributed to uh, just this kind of like more stream stream of conscious uh, like writing style for lyrics. At least. Well, I mean, like during the recording process, do you find yourself putting an emphasis on one thing over the other, like? I need the lyrics to be slick or I need it to sound this certain way. Obviously you're, you're one person and I know that you've had outside help putting this together, but there's gotta be, you know, you've gotta put your energy towards one way. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's a really good question. I feel like I put my energy towards just like the, like the vibe for lack of a better word or like the aesthetic, like the yeah. feeling of it. Like, I feel like I'm attracted initially to like, sounds that really feel either fresh or new or um yeah and less like the the lyrics or even like the songwriting or the structure like I'm very much 
most of my songs start as just like a little teeny like sometimes 10 second snippet of like oh this is like this feeling is so perfect and then kind of trying to yeah um build things around that you know um so no it totally makes sense like i don't know it's it's tough nowadays just in music because it feels like so many people listen to music for the way that music makes them feel rather than listening to stories and it's like you could personally be bearing your heart and soul and every terrible experience you've ever experienced into a song and a lot of people wouldn't care as long as it felt that made them feel a certain way and yeah yeah, one thing that I particularly really like about this record is that it's not a melancholy feel throughout it like it has slower songs and it has ones to be introspective to but then there's also moments that really shine with like you know energetic upbeat instrumentation I don't know you've done a good job of pacing it is what I'm saying thank you thank you yeah yeah I I definitely like I don't some artists like you know can write in like a certain style and and kind of keep within that style for an album yeah. I definitely have always had trouble with that and so I think albums that I've written in the past not obviously not for this project but for, yeah. for other bands and stuff it's I feel like they're always kind of a little more varied um because of that but it's funny because like sp- parts of me really want to write an album that's like really like focused and, and like narrow um even though I often like music that's not but just just as like a challenge uh to kind of like go against the grain of what yeah I personally like how I write you know that fully makes sense I, I talk about this often about I think that we're losing it on the album experience and it's so hard nowadays to just like oh I mean you know I'm not comparing you know like the Pink Floyds or anything like that but like the wall for example you listen to every song and it all kind of just comes together and it's one long experience rather than broken up songs so I see what you mean yeah 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 I think also like the heavy emphasis maybe on like singles and stuff too people are yeah not writing yeah I feel like a lot of bands are just like almost writing for singles and then kind of piecing things together later which is they are totally cool no it's true they're writing for tiktok and they're writing (laughs) the catchy hooks and melodies and it's like on one hand you can't fault them because making it in the music industry is beyond difficult because everyone can make music nowadays yeah but at the same time you're on the other end of this you're spending your time and effort and money putting something together at the end of the day you should be thrilled with it it should be something that you want to listen to totally yeah no i absolutely agree it's it's very weird (laughs) Um, I also want to talk a bit about genre influence kind of just going off what you just said this this record definitely takes twists and turns with who you're inspired by who you're influenced by Um, if you sort of had to give like an elevator pitch to the listener how would you describe it because it's it's tough because it does guns and there's no right answer here yeah 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 um Oh man, that's that's a hard one. It's it's um, you know, I I think like a lot of my writing is kind of like rooted in more like classic indie rock pop, um, but I I personally definitely take inspiration from um, you know a lot of like sixties and seventies bands. That's a lot of music that I've been you know very into. Um, so it, it it leans a little bit more in that direction. And then I think that um, Sam Cohn, who produced it, definitely kind of pushes it even more in that direction because a lot of the styles that he 
rights because he he also performed um, like a ton of instruments on the record. Like we kind of split it 50-50 down the on the middle. Um, and so just the way he performs is also like kind of leans um, a bit older. Um, and then also he, you know, he has, uh, I feel like a lot of his production is, is uh, has some, some psych influence because um, that's what he, uh, that's what he was into um, in some of his former bands. Um, can so, feel that. Yeah, so there's, you know, there's like kind of this healthy mix of like all those things. Um, I don't think it, I don't think it leans too hard uh, in one of those directions. Um, it's kind of got like, it's weird to like say it has, it's like psych pop or psych rock because there's so many albums that are like very psych rock or very psych pop, but there's, right. no, but there's definitely like influence of that or influences like the 60s. A lot of the bass lines I feel like are very 60s, 70s feeling like the way that Sam's writes bass lines are, are, are um, very much like that, both the, both melodically and also just the timbre of like the bass that he, he records and then how he mixes it, you know, it's like, um, those kind of influences are coming in. Um, I agree. It's, it's and you, like, you're not wrong to say psych pop influence because uh, yeah, I, I think maybe 10 years ago, it'd be like, eh, I don't know about that. But nowadays, everything is psych pop influence. <laughs> like, just like with yeah. like the future of production and where people take things, like pop is not pop, rock is not rock. Yeah, like, yeah. it depends who's producing and it depends who's listening to give their kind of objective... Totally definition so i would say yes if you're into that music you're probably gonna like this cool um, yeah it's, I, always <laughs> like, I always feel like weird talking about genres because i you know some people are kind of right. weird about like oh that's not that it's like it's so well, music is subjective you're not right or you're not wrong it doesn't it doesn't really matter at the end of the day in my opinion yeah. um now i can only assume that you've been working on this for the past couple years if not longer is that correct yeah 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 we I started like writing the songs um, about yeah two two and a half years ago, um, but but then we we made we made it so fast though um, actually like when when me and Sam actually paired up um, and and he agreed to like produce it and mix it uh, he's like an insanely insanely fast worker I've never seen or like worked with someone that works so fast and at such like a high quality level um, and yeah I feel like we we made the record like the actual recording and mixing and stuff in like about two months total time. Wow. Um, and then it, yeah. And then it was just kind of the, the labels that wanted to push it back um, the release date, which is they basically pushed it a year out from when we first finished it, so um, which was like hard to, hard to swallow at first, but it ended up being, you know, good in the end. Cause I think it, it's, it maybe wouldn't have done as well or uh you know, I, I agree. I mean, I think that's why we're seeing such a massive influx of people putting out new music this year and all the tours that were delayed and getting shows out there. It's like, for sure, we'll never, I don't know if we'll ever be a hundred percent fully like back, but you know what? I can't imagine being in your shoes waiting around for a, a year plus as like, you've got this thing that's just been <laughs> sitting there. So good for you for having the, the patience of a saint. Can't even imagine. <laughs> yeah yeah no I it you know it was it was also like it was I mean I've been doing this you know been in this rodeo for you know most of my life and it was yeah. it was my first time also working with producer that I really admired and then also working with labels and so it's one of those things where it's like I think I was also so excited to be yeah. uh 
you know, having like these opportunities um, where, you know, I was, I was a little bit more, I think, less picky about what I want, what I wanted or, or, you know, my demands or anything. It's just kind of like, you know, I'm very like thankful to like have people that are like behind this thing and like wow. putting their own time into it. And like, so yeah, it's probably like just very excited in general. Um, yeah, well, like, that's, that's what I think people don't realize is that it's not just one guy behind the scenes making music. There's like inner workings and marketing and PR and labels and management and emails after email after email. And it's just like, it becomes overwhelming. So to have a team that's there to back you and hopefully guide you in the right direction has to be a good feeling. Because from what yeah. I understand, yeah, you've been involved in this for quite some time. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that reminds me of like something I've been thinking of recently in that um, just like the role of a producer um, and like working with with like a real producer of yeah. the ground, it was like amazing how much he did, and I think how much producers do in general. And and I think like a lot of musicians know this, but it's it's interesting to me that I think a lot of artists or like labels um, don't want to like put too much emphasis on producers because they want to keep like the limelight on the artist. Um, sure. You know, like they want to keep that focus um, on like or the narrative of like you know, this artist is like doing everything, yeah. Um, which I think is, is like, that. that's, it's not wrong. Um, I know what you're saying. Yeah, it, it's like, I don't know, like I, I uh, yeah, I, I feel like as an artist, like I want to like give Sam full, like as much credit as he like deserves. Totally. Because he did so much on it, you know, it's, it's, it's just always been kind of an interesting thing, I think. Uh, I'm, I'm happy you brought that up though, because no, no, it's, it's very true. Like producers are the other half of the equation. And like, for example, like look at any Beyonce song. There's like 37 producers, <laughs> 45 ghostwriters in the background. And yeah. you're like, okay, yeah, she's super talented and she's a great dancer and she can sing and blah, blah, blah. But like, objectively, did, what did she do? You know, <laughs> when you've got this team of like super producers that are making the songs and then you hear about all the ghostwriters in the background. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm happy that you're giving credit where it's due because it really does come together on that end. Yeah, I, I agree. It's like, um, yeah, I, it's like, I think people assume like maybe fans are turned off by like this team effort or um, or they like want people to think that this one person is like yeah. so, um, which like I can see, I mean, as a fan, like I definitely glob onto you know, artists like as themselves. Yeah. Um, but so maybe I'm I'm a culprit of it. But. Well, I mean, that's that goes in part to social media because they're putting out their personal presence, and you get to like that person, so you just assume they did everything, and they're the ones on stage if you go to see them. So it's you know it's yeah, easy yeah. to assume that guy did it. But again, ninety eight percent of people don't care. <laughs> they just want music to make them feel good, and it's a different perspective when you're behind the scenes. So. Absolutely, absolutely. I love it, man. Um, are you are you playing shows, or is that something that you have planned? I am, yeah, yeah. I I actually played my first show like two months ago. Um, I opened up for this guy Dent May. Um, and that sounds really familiar, actually. Yeah, he's like he's like a decently yeah. known uh, LA artist, actually. Totally, yeah. Um, yeah, super nice guy. Um, and yeah, I got booked to open him as my first show, which was such a dream because I've played so many first shows and yeah. like just at like shitty tiny bars like in the corner and like, <laughs> you know, sure, like 
pay your dues. Yeah, so that was great. And then I have an a album release show um, on the 15th. Nice. And I then I've got coming out. Yeah, a couple of shows booked in June and, and also August. So locally, yeah. or are you making your way around? Yeah, all locally. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. I've been, you know, trying to like find a booking agent or something to help yeah. me. But it's, it's, uh, yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm like old enough in this industry where I'm like kind of exhausted by the idea of like booking small tours like on my own it's uh like back back in the day I was like so excited to do that but now it's it's kind of like oh maybe spend that time like writing more music or um, totally it's like I mean yeah you gotta you gotta lead yourself obviously you have your best interests coming first but at the same time like you know what's going to further you the most touring is a different beast nowadays like with venues and everyone else is trying to get a spot so i don't know man it's yeah. it's it's interesting and to think that we're like at the middle of the year at this point like we're recording this on june 1st is wild do yeah. you have any like lofty goals or things that you really like to accomplish not necessarily by the end of this year but i guess in a year's time yeah i i definitely my plan for the summer um since album will be out is is to play as many like local shows as I can and then also write the the next album Um, I've been writing it like most of this year already and so I want to finish and have like you know 40 or 50 songs by the end of summer and then um, Sam is like down to to do the next one and so um, so yeah hope like finish writing by the end of the summer and then by fall or winter schedule some time with him in the studio and um, and yeah finish another album and I, I feel like we can make it in a, a short amount of time together because yeah. um, it I think that just works with our our flow and to not labor over things too too much no that totally makes sense I mean it's it's tough because it's like this one obviously has been sitting around for a little bit but it's going to get its formal release but then you kind of want it to sit around and you want it to like let it breathe and you know get it in people's <laughs> ears but then there's also that nagging thing in the back of you that's like more 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 consistency like let's go yeah i don't know man it's tough yeah and it's not yeah it's not like you've just been sitting around for the past year either like it's hard to stop an artist's mind after a while so i get it yeah so you know hopefully yeah hopefully there's we we finish now by the end of the year and then um yeah i think i think i wonder like i don't actually know how you know artists that work with labels that have multiple albums out but I'm, i'm i wonder if like the the period of time that you need to release a record shortens if it's not the first album um, for some reasons like if they need less lead time because there's maybe more of a fan base in place or like yeah, uh, uh, yeah I don't know I, I wonder if uh, yeah I wonder if it'll like I hope it doesn't take it you know a year in between i hope not i guess you'll find out pretty soon (laughs) personally i think that once people listen they'll be like all right i need more let's get it and then yeah yeah you know you'll it'll the decisions will be made based off feedback so i guess we'll see yeah um (laughs) i got a couple more for you at this point i want to know because we had briefly talked about this before we started recording but i think that we have very similar uh interest in the same artists and this and that who have you been listening to? Who's been at the top of your playlist? Are there any local artists that you'd like to recommend? Anything along those lines? Yeah, sure. Um, uh, I've been into uh, some older music that I've recently been into is like this 
these 60 bands, uh, 60s bands, uh, the Easy Beats. Okay. And, um, and uh, the Spencer Davis group are both two really, really cool. Never heard of either. Um, yeah, definitely check them out. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and I've been really into um, Ezra Furman the past sure. couple years. I've uh, been, yeah, really into her music. Um, and it's always it's, it's always hard. Um, yeah, no pressure. Local band. Uh, I have a, I have this uh, a friend here in Seattle, and they're they're in this band TV star that I'm really really digging. Um, their stuff's really great. They have a like a mini LP coming out soon. Sweet. Uh, really really cool stuff. This band Spirit Award as a Seattle based band here has been very welcoming to like me and um, and uh, yeah like kind of psych rock like a little heavier, faster type psych rock. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, there's also, I have a friend who is very inspiring. His name, he, he goes by the name Tommy Pixels. Okay. Kind of crazy, wild hyper pop, like really uh, a bit out there kind of stuff. Always uh, a place for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I feel like I'm inspired by all those bands, even if I'm not making music necessarily like them. Like, you know, just, uh, yeah people that are inspiring me with like pushing um creative boundaries and totally well listen yeah if you if you listen to the same music over and over your music itself is never going to change you kind of need to i can't tell you what to listen to but listening to everything ultimately i think makes you a better musician and the end product always turns out a little bit better yeah yeah definitely i i feel like more and more as i get older like i'm i try and dive into older music sure further back um just to like I think I'm always like afraid to um be too obsessed with any modern artists because I I tend to like want to take inspiration from them um to an unhealthy level of like then you're then you're like mimicking and then (laughs) then, you know you you don't sound like a crash yep Yep. And then people are like, hey, you sound just like this band that put out a record. And you're like, well, no one's going to compare me to some unknown 60s band that yeah. uh, like three people have heard of. So yeah, I think, it's, I think you're safe. It's crazy too. Like sometimes I'll, I'll discover a song. I'm like, wow, that sounds so familiar. And then I realized like this, you know, some modern artist of a song that I really liked for a long time, yeah. like directly ripped some song and, you know, some like really deep cut of a band. And not that it like not that I'm against that, but you know, but it's it's uh yeah, it's just it's cool. I think I think it's like a good yep. good way to like, you know, find inspiration. And, right. and in fifty years it will happen to that band, that ripped yeah. off that band because there's only so many chord progressions that exist in this world. So <laughs> what can you do? What can you do? Um, it has been an absolute pleasure getting to speak with you all about this record. And I have one more question that I'd like to ask. <clears throat> Basically, the question is, for the person that is going to discover you from this, and for the person that is going to listen to your music for the first time, what is an opening message that you'd like to say to them? Hmm. I'd say uh, that uh, this record was is, was very much a uh, like a a new chapter for me of embracing imperfection I think in music and um, 
and not taking it too seriously. And uh, so I think kind of going into it with that mindset of, uh, of uh, yeah, just like the beauty of, 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 of imperfection and uh, maybe that's what I would say. I think it's a great answer, man. There's no right, there's no wrong answer. I was going, I was like, on, I was on a path. <laughs> and you know when you get lost and you're like, uh-oh. What? It's okay. It's it's honesty. If I had prepped you before, it wouldn't be nearly as original. Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. Well, again, I want to thank you so much. And I want to plug your music, obviously. The record is called Sleep Talker. By the time this comes out, the record will be out. The artist's name is Milk Jennings. We're going to have links so that people can listen and follow along and share and do all that fun stuff. But I sincerely want to thank you again for your time. This has been great. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Austin. You nice are. to meet you. Nice to meet you too, man. Have a great yeah. rest of your day. And uh, we'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah.